Hey guys, welcome to the Quacks Podcast. Now this week, I have a good show. I want to talk about Chittasan, Chit-O-San. Uh, I've been doing some research on Chittasan for a couple of weeks, and it is potentially a very dynamic supplement. Uh, the more I read about it, the more surprised I am at how many different things it could help with. Uh, usually it's marketed as a weight loss supplement, but there have been other experiments with it looking at blood sugar regulation, kidney health, mold, and heavy metal detoxification, and wound healing. So let's get into Chittasan and why it might be the next supplement you want to try. So Chittasan comes from a polysaccharide called chitin. Uh, which is what the exoskeleton of many sea creatures are made of. So like shrimp, crab, lobster, those kinds of uh, crustaceans. And their tough exoskeleton is made of this chitin, and, and it's a polysaccharide. Now, chitin is actually an allergen. The human body has certain immune system receptors that will react in the presence of chitin to get rid of it. So it's, it's not good. Experiments have shown that this reaction from the immune system can turn into a chronic allergic reaction, and it is believed that allergies to dust mites uh, might be driven by the chitin found in those mites. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to imbibe chitin, which is why, I guess, you eat the inside of the lobster and, and not the outside. But chitosan is different. It totally lacks any irritant or allergic properties. Uh, Chittasan is made by taking chitin and putting it through a process called deacetylation, which uses an alkalizing agent like sodium hydroxide. And this process makes chitosan into a safe substance that can be used by humans. Chittasan has uses outside of supplementation, uh, things like winemaking. It's used in agriculture as an antifungal. It's used in bandaging, where it can stop bleeding very rapidly. I'll actually have a link in the show notes to these uh, Chitto gauze things that you can buy. They're a little expensive, but it, it's kind of cool. You slap one of these bandages on something that's bleeding profusely, and it, it stops it, apparently. Uh, it can also be used as a biodegradable material to make you know, certain things. Uh, it can be used as a drug delivery method, so it's, it's really versatile. But why would we want to take this as a supplement? Well, what got me interested in it was one of the, there was a particular study on kidney health, and it was called the effect of chitosan on renal function in patients with chronic renal failure. Now, in this study, they looked at 80 patients who had long-term kidney failure. Uh, they were on dialysis. They gave half of them about 500 milligrams of chitosan three times a day, so 1,500 milligrams total, and something really amazing happened. Compared to the control group, the group on Chittasan had an improvement in their kidney parameters by 15 to 30%. So we're talking creatinine, urea, those kind of parameters. Now, they also had an increase in the feeling of muscle strength. Uh, they had better sleep. They had a stronger appetite. And their iron levels, which I, I didn't know this, but I guess uh, you can get anemia when you have kidney issues, uh, but their iron levels went up. So some really promising results there. And this really got me excited because anything which can improve kidney function is a bit of a holy grail in medicine. Uh, there aren't many supplements or you know procedures, acute things that you can do uh, to improve kidney function. It, it really requires a large lifestyle change to address in any really meaningful way. Most nephrologists or, or kidney doctors will tell you that once your kidney function begins to decline, unless it's from an infection or some other acute cause, 
there isn't really much you can do about it, which kind of makes nephrologists a bit of a strange lot because, you know, by the time you go and see them, they kind of just say, well, you know, sucks to be you. I mean, how would you like that for a doctor, right? So speaking of lifestyle changes, back in episode 26, when I interviewed Grant Jenneru, who is the guy that says, you know, vitamin A is a toxin. Well, part of what made his story really compelling was he was a chronic kidney patient that was given, and I can't remember the exact number, but it was it was something like a few years to live. So according to him, cutting out vitamin A from his diet cured his kidney problems, which I thought was fascinating at the time. I thought, wow, maybe this guy has, has found the holy grail. In Chinese medicine, uh, the kidneys are the powerhouse of the body. Uh, they hold extra chi or life force. And if any of your organs, you know, if they start to lose their life force or get worn out, the kidneys would send them this extra chi that they had stored. So the kidneys, they were almost like this backup power plant. Uh, and the kidney energy, it came from your parents. Uh, you had a certain amount of it. So you wanted to be smart in how you spent it. Uh, some people had lots of kidney chi, and they could, you know, heap all kinds of abuse on their bodies with that knowledge that their kidneys would just basically be there to to back up all their bad decisions and support their organs in times of stress. Other people, they didn't have much kidney chi. You know, they had to be careful about not pushing themselves too hard. That was the theory. And like most Chinese medicine, it, it does have an element of truth to it. Uh, kidney chi was a way of explaining how some people had very strong constitutions and others didn't. The whole aspect of having a limited amount of kidney chi is borne out somewhat by the nephrologists of today who, you know, again, they say once your kidneys start to go, there isn't much they can do. So so what I'm pointing to here is the history around kidneys and the kidney chi and and where, where kidneys are in the body. Um, whenever I talk about kidney chi, I always think of Max, my early mentor on all things health. Uh, and the way he would teach about the kidneys is that they were the foundation of your actions and your willpower. So if you were using willpower, you were using kidney chi. Willpower and kidney chi were synonymous. And, and if you think about willpower, you know, it's it's used to do things that are difficult and they take effort. So Max, he was this big proponent of having a rhythm to your life. Uh, where you get up at the same time every day, you go to bed at the same time, you know, maybe you eat very similar things at the same time each day. Uh, your work, you know, it should be rewarding, but it should also be kind of repetitive. And in this way, your life would take on this rhythm uh, that would not require any effort, and, and it wouldn't be very exciting. And so it, it would stabilize your kidneys. And he really, he really, like, exemplified this lifestyle. I mean, he practice what he preached. He was similar to a chiropractor and he practiced in the same way for 40 years before he retired. Just day in, day out, he had the same the same lifestyle. And he, he looked great. I mean, he was very healthy. And his example, it really inspired me too to follow him in the best way that I could, at least in my 20s. Now, the problem I ran into was I didn't know about mold exposure and I didn't know about EMF and all these other environmental hazards that made following a rhythm very difficult. So so I ended up just using lots of willpower to try and stick to this strict schedule, which kind of defeats the whole purpose of, of living effortlessly there. But, you know, anyways, one way you can gauge whether you are tapping into your kidney chi is whether you have patience or not. Uh, elderly people, they tend to be more patient than younger people. Young people, they have all this kidney chi. They're brimming 
with willpower and they want to get out in the world and they want to do things. Elderly people, they don't have as much kidney chi to play with. They don't have these these huge, you know, reserves of willpower. So they're willing to be patient and, and allow things to happen at their own pace uh, instead of, you know, trying to force things, even though elderly people logically have less time than younger people. It, it doesn't make sense, but that's how it is. The point I want to make from all this is that the tonic that heals kidneys is like the philosopher's stone or ambrosia or, you know, whatever legend you want to pick. It, it's a mythical drink that heals the body. It grants willpower. Uh, it extends life. It makes you younger. And Chittisan, it might have some of these qualities, or at least, you know, it may address several common health problems that many people face today. And so it, it mimics the philosopher's stone in those who do have these problems. So uh, let's talk about some of the potential benefits. Now, first up is weight loss. Now, Chittisan works much differently to help you lose weight than other supplements. Most uh, diet supplements on the market, they work through two main mechanisms. Uh, the first mechanism is through increasing metabolism. So these are, are stimulative and they are thermogenic. They speed you up and they heat you up. And these include things like caffeine, cayenne, ginger. So that's one category. The second category is fat burners. And these encourage your body to burn more fat than it normally would. So an example of that would be like African mango. Um, now, both of these mechanisms, they present real problems. The stimulative and the thermogenic route, that is harsh on your body. You're, like, you're forcing your body to work harder and faster than it wants to, which is a bit, I don't know, to use an analogy, it's kind of like adding nitro to your car. It goes faster, but it also wears out much faster. So these things also tend to be hard on the kidneys as well. You know, stimulants don't encourage patience. They, they encourage you to move and get things done and, and work. Now, fat burners like African mango, mango, they can also probably not be so good. Uh, they're, they're, they're probably better than stimulants, but encouraging fat burning in the body tends to slow the metabolism down in the long run. So while you are burning more fat while you are on the supplement, when you get off, it may be harder to maintain that healthy weight. Now, the way Chittisan causes weight loss is multifaceted. It's different than these two mechanisms. The theory is that Chittisan is a fat binder. So you take Chittisan with a meal and it binds to the fat so you don't absorb it. It just kind of shuttles it out of your body. That's how you lose weight. And there's some studies that suggest Chittisan may be useful in this way to lose weight. But those studies, they're you know not that big. They don't use too many people and they usually suggest only modest results. So like, I don't know, maybe three to four pounds of weight loss per month or, or something like that. I actually, uh, I don't think fat burning is the main mechanism of weight loss, but I'll get into that. See, Chittisan, it doesn't just bind fats. It also binds heavy metals, which are bad. Uh, it, it also binds phosphorus, which can be hard on the kidneys. Uh, and that actually might be the main mechanism of how it helps the kidneys. And it binds bile. So Chittisan is actually very similar to a cholesterol drug called cholestramine, which works by binding to the bile and shuttling it out of your body. And the body responds to this by making more bile, which drains your levels of cholesterol. It's, it's kind of an interesting way to lower cholesterol uh, compared to, you know, the, the statins. But cholesterol is not just used for lowering the cholesterol. It's, it's a unique binder that is also used as a binding agent in mold sickness, which means chitosan probably has some similar properties. Hmm, it's getting interesting. 
Now, Chittisan also improves blood sugar regulation. There's a great study called Chittisan, a promising therapeutic agent and effective drug delivery system in managing diabetes. Now, in the study, they say Chittisan may prevent beta cell destruction in the pancreas, and they detail lots of evidence in animal models showing that it helps lower blood sugar and fix fat metabolism. And I can attest to this one personally, actually. Uh, I've been using Chittisan for a couple weeks now in prep for this show, uh, and my blood sugars are super good. You know, they never go over 150 now, and I have had to seriously cut back on the amount of insulin I use. So it's, it's pretty rad, let me tell you. Another study says Chittisan can prevent some of the effects of xenoestrogens, like those found in plastics. Uh, they did this by injecting rats with BPA, and the ones that are fed Chittisan, they don't have their they don't have the bad effects. So they don't have their testosterone lowered, their liver function stays strong, their fertility doesn't go down. Um, and the, the the study ended by saying uh, Chittisan treatment counteracted the effects of BPA. Chittisan decreased the liver inflammation and necrosis. So that's pretty interesting. Uh, another study said Chittisan markedly decreased the retinol concentrations in serum and liver, so lowering vitamin A levels. Some people probably consider that bad, but I, I think that might be good in my book. Um, there, there's other potential benefits as well, but most of those, most of these ones I'm going to read off here in a second, they come from animal models. So, you know, just be aware that they, they might not be, uh, they might not work in humans. Some of these are uh, Chittisan decreases fatigue in sleep-deprived rats. Uh, Chittisan lowered excess levels of the stress hormone, hormone cortisol in fatigued mice and raised their levels of superoxide dismutase. So that one's, that one's pretty interesting. Lowering stress hormone cortisol is pretty good. Uh, in cells, Chittisan blocked inflammation caused by a bacterial toxin, LPS, so that's endotoxin. Uh, Chittisan may improve IBD symptoms including Crohn's, and reduce the death of gut cells. This was actually a big one that a lot of the reviews that I read for Chittisan uh, that people were using it for is, is to try and tackle IBD. Uh, this may help strengthen the gut barrier, it says. Uh, Chittisan may have some brain protective properties, so supplementation with Chittisan reduced brain damage in rats with Alzheimer's and improve their memory and learning. Chittisan might bind to and help remove toxins in rats, uh, Chittisan protected against the buildup of a toxic heavy metal called cadmium. It reduced cadmium levels and protected the animal against damage. And Chittisan can be formed into products for fighting cavities and boosting oral health. In one study, a Chittisan mouth rinse, mouth rinse reduced plaque buildup and bacterial growth that led to gum disease. So some, some interesting little studies there. If, if you do want to read more about the studies there, those were mostly from the self-hacked site. So you can head over there. It'll be in the show notes if you want to read more on that. So are, are you starting to see maybe some of the connections here? Chittisan, it could bind to mold. It could bind to heavy metals and other toxins within your body in a way that other binders have a hard time doing. It's, it's unique, kind of like cholesteramine. So it has this unique quality to it. Chittisan normalizes blood sugar levels, it lowers stress, lowers vitamin A levels, improves kidney function, improves sleep, blocks inflammation caused by endotoxin. I mean, I could keep going, but it just, it seems that Chittisan is doing something on a very foundational level. And I'm not sure what that level is. You know, maybe, maybe all the benefits are derived from alterations in the microbiome or uh, chelating heavy metals or lowering vitamin A levels. I, I don't know. But there seems to be a lot of stars aligning in Chittisan that address lots of popular health problems. And this is why I said 
that I don't think it's fat binding properties are what is causing the weight loss. I mean, it could be better blood sugar regulation. It could be, you know, anything, but whatever it is, it's working. I've been using it now for a couple weeks and I'm really loving it. Uh, other than the better blood sugar regulations, I have been sleeping deeper and better than I have in a while. Uh, I've lost a few more pounds, which awesome. Uh, I'm getting my kidney numbers tested here in a couple weeks and you know, they're usually pretty good, but it would be neat if they got even better. So I, I think there's a lot of potential there, but this would not be a quacks episode if I did not rain on your parade a little bit and talk about the downsides because there are a couple risks. And the biggest risk, if you remember from the beginning, uh, chitosan is made from chitin and chitin is allergenic. Well, there is the possibility that in some chitosan supplements, all of the chitin is not fully converted. And so maybe you're taking in a little bit of chitin and that can cause an allergic reaction. So first off, you know, if you have a shellfish allergy, you, you definitely shouldn't take chitosan. Uh, when I asked Ray Pete about chitosan, his main objection to it was that it could activate the immune system. You know, it, it was almost similar to an adjuvant. So it may be risky. So you really have to weigh this risk against its potential benefits. The way I see it, if it is activating my immune system, as someone who has an autoimmune disease, my blood sugar regulation would probably get worse. Uh, this is at least what happens when I take herbs like echinacea and other immune-boosting things. Now, this isn't comparing apples to apples entirely, but it is in the same ballpark. I think bottom line is just be aware of this facet of chitosan and watch for immune reactions or allergies that you know all of a sudden start to come out of, out of nowhere um, because that, that would be the risk. Most reviews of chitosan, though, that I read are very positive or at least neutral, you know, meaning it, it helped or it didn't do anything at all. A couple of people saying, you know, said it upset their stomach. I didn't cr come across anybody who said, you know, I started taking chitosan and now I have this new autoimmune disease or something. If anything, it was, you know, oh, I've lost weight. I'm sleeping better. My kidney creatinine levels have fallen. So, I mean, just good stuff. I will say it was hard to find people online who were using chitosan for long periods of time. You know, most people would use it off and on. Uh, I only found a couple people who used it continuously for three years or longer. And those two people had very positive things to say about it and its effect on their kidneys. Other possible side effects include a type of pink eye that appears to happen in about 5% of the population. Uh, I did see one negative review where someone said their eyes got irritated when they took chitosan. So if this is a problem, you will probably know relatively quickly. Another side effect is it can lower the levels of fat-soluble vitamins. Uh, I mentioned it lowers levels of vitamin A as a positive, but it will also bind to vitamin E, D, and K. Now, this doesn't worry me much because fat-soluble vitamins are very easy to take. They're in most multivitamins, um, but, you know, this may add credence to cycling on and off chitosan. That, that may be a good idea so your levels of those vitamins don't get too low. And lastly, uh, chitosan has a couple drug reactions. It may reduce the effectiveness of fat-soluble drugs like birth control. It may increase the effectiveness of blood thinners like Coumadin. That's through lowering vitamin K levels, so you bleed a little bit easier. And it may reduce the absorption of the antiviral drug Acylovir. So pretty interesting supplement. Uh, definitely some controversy to it. I think of all the supplements I have talked about on this show, there is 
probably more risk to chitosan than most others. I mean, you know, barring the drugs and the, the antibiotics, of course. But the reason I felt comfortable talking about it is I looked for problems from taking it, and I just I didn't find anything. Uh, I looked for people or animals that would have some type of autoimmune reaction, but it's just not there. Uh, in the studies, it does cause an immune reaction. I mean, it does. It, it's antibacterial. Um, but that immune reaction, it always seemed positive. It was always an improvement. I mean, there was one study where they gave rats rheumatoid arthritis, and the rats that were fed chitosan had less arthritis than the ones who didn't get it. So, you know, my conclusion is the risks of an autoimmune reaction seem very low, uh, and it can probably be mitigated even further by cycling chitosan on and off every couple months. But you can help me out here. If, if you do some research and you find people uh, react poorly to chitosan, you know, in a serious way, send it to me, uh, quackspodcast at gmail.com. I, I'd love to see it uh, other than just fear-mongering, because that's kind of what I got when I looked online was just people saying, oh, no, you know, be afraid. And I, I didn't actually find anything concrete. So if you do decide to try it, all the usual caveats are in place. Um, you know, other than the stomach upset at first, you know, if it makes you feel bad, stop taking it. Um, I'll have some affiliate links with the Chittisand that I've experimented with in the show notes. The powder isn't that expensive. I think it's, you know, maybe like 16 bucks or so. However, on the affiliate link, you will have to switch over to the $16 version. Uh, they would only let me make an affiliate link with the $68 one kilogram size. Anyway, just be aware of that. Um, I'd also love to hear your results. You know, either send me an email or comment on YouTube or uh, the Facebook page. You never know. It might be an easy way to drop a few pounds and get a little healthier. Uh, so how long has this been going now? Uh, it looks like we're at like 20 minutes or so. Uh, so I'd, I'll just update you on one other thing that I've been doing. I switched my diet around with the raw meat. Uh, so I was doing, you know, maybe like three fourths of a pound of raw meat a day, maybe one pound of raw meat a day. And I decided to change that up a bit. Instead of doing raw meat every day, I switched to doing a lot of raw meat in one day. So two pounds, maybe, maybe above that. And then for the next two or three days, not doing any protein. So eating mostly fruit, uh, you know, grains, that kind of thing. And let me tell you, I am really enjoying this change. I, I didn't realize it, but eating raw meat every day was kind of giving me this edge. I was always in like predator mode in my mind. I was always, I was always kind of just like stalking around and, and I just had this edge. I wasn't angry, but I just had this edge that was always there and taking a couple days off seems to have alleviated that. I'm, I'm in a much better mood now where I cycle protein. And the, and the whole idea behind that is that, you know, probably in our prehistoric past, we did not have protein intake that was super consistent. You know, it was probably we'd go hunt an animal and we'd have a feast, lots of protein. And then maybe we'd go a few days or a week without seeing an animal or, or catching one. And so the whole idea is that your body is probably set up to have a feast or famine programming. And so I, I tried that out. I, I tried eating lots of meat one day and then going five days and then lots of meat and then a week and then lots of meat and then two days. And so I, I've settled down to two or three days between a lot of, a high meat meal and I'm feeling much better on it. So if you're doing the raw meat thing or, or just protein in general, it might be something worth checking out. Anyway, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Be well.